We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hey, just a heads up, we already recorded a few episodes where we talk about watching some of you, the TV show, but we wanted to record this once we finished and get it out ASAP. So just an FYI, so these may sound out of order, because they are. Uh, We're busy ladies. Wow, Sashir, how are you? Hi, Nicole. I'm good. Um, so a long time trying to figure out how to put mm-hmm. configure this podcast situation. Uh, I'm in a hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to a wedding in Palm Springs today that I told you about. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, you did. You told me about and I promptly forgot. That's OK. And we're at a nearby hotel. That is, <laughs> so it's a hot springs hotel mm-hmm. and it's clothing optional. <laughs> did you know this when you went? I or did. When you booked it? I, okay. I did, but I was like, oh, it's optional. I could wear my clothes if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sure. When something is clothing optional, the option is don't wear your clothes. Yeah, for sure. There's already a woman naked in the pool <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's morning time it is 10 a.m <laughs> wait so sheer are you gonna get naked i might be topless we'll see wow we came in last night and and it was like what is the vibe it was very dark <laughs> very <laughs> colorful lights lots of people outside in the pool no one was naked but there was like a couple by the door that was like hello and i was like Hi, <laughs> but they Wait, weren't welcoming you, us. But you just when you checked in, there was just a couple just saying hello. Yeah, but they Ooh. weren't like, they "Hi, were- I own the place. <laughs> this is the information." They were just like, "Hello." <laughs> That's funny. Also, in the description, it was like, "This is not." <laughs> They're like, "This is not a swingers hotel," and I was like, "Okay," but if you have to say, what it, made you choose this hotel? Well, you know, the person who had the information of the wedding didn't give me mm. the information. 
until uh, this week. So we were sure. we had limited options as to <laughs> what we could book that was nearby mm-hmm. that wasn't crazy expensive. So mm-hmm. here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a refrigerator, I see. Thank God. You know I love a refrigerator. You love a room. refrigerator. <laughs> and I have seen you go down a front desk and demand a microwave. And then <laughs> someone drag a microwave out of a small closet and be like, here? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sheer, I miss traveling with you. I miss traveling with you, too. It would truly... you come to a clothing optional hotel? Yeah. And I would show my titties. <gasps> Okay, I have, I'm like, really? Okay, last night on stage, I did the first stand-up show uh, since recording my special, and I wrote a new joke about, (laughs) well, the joke is like, I'm not vulnerable, I can trace it back to this moment. And do you remember that bra fitting in the Upper West Side? Oh, no. I hate that I'm a part of that moment. That sucks. This is why you're not vulnerable? I did it? (laughs) You brought me (laughs) to get a bra. (laughs) And the incident that followed, if you want to hear what actually happened, you have to see me do stand-up or whatever. Oh, no. Uh, But in that moment, I was like, I'll never bear anything to anybody. (laughs) No! I didn't know that. Oh, shit. I'm kidding. It's one of several moments, but I was like, it's funny to distill it to just that and be like, that's why I'm uh, I'm not vulnerable. No, that is funny. And then I feel like I was the, um, I I keep asking to see your titties. And then (laughs) I I didn't realize that was the reason you put them them away. I put them away forever. (laughs) You can't see them. But I will show them now. I think I've worked through it. Um, I, yeah, I think it's, they're okay. Okay, good. That's great. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I still have like a little bit of like a hang up, but I think, especially if there was other titties out, you know, Mm -hmm. I think I'd be okay. Like if everyone had like round, like perfect boobies, Mm. I think I'd go, oh no, I'll keep mine away. Yeah, but that wouldn't even, it's like, unless you're at the Playboy Mansion or something, mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to see perfectly round titties all over the place. Most titties I, are, you know, loose. <laughs> <laughs> what a funny way to describe titties. Just loose. Most titties are loose. <laughs> yeah, if I see a bunch of rumbuses around, I'll be like, ooh. Rumbuses? Yeah, isn't that a fun shape for a titty? <laughs> I'll take my titties out. I'll say, ooh. Look at them rumbuses. I raise you some crescent moon. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. Are there, is this a nice hotel? Are you happy here? I am happy here. It is nice. It's just, it's interesting. I've never stayed at a place like this before. And my man and I are like, should we go outside? We're like, like questioning if we should ever leave our room because we're like, are people gonna try to fuck us as soon as we exit? <laughs> What's the vibe here? I'm just confused. Well, it said it's not a swingers hotel, but you they are said youthful, that. attractive people. <laughs> they said that, but there is like a prop phone that said, or not a prop phone, a prop bell. It says ring for sex. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny to have on your website. It's like, we are not a swingers hotel. And then when you get there, they're like, we are a swingers hotel. Yeah, I'm like, what? what is it? <laughs> that's what? funny. Ring for sex. Ring for sex. Yeah, so I don't know. Oh, I 
really hope you guys fuck a nice couple there. <laughs> Just like the nicest couple who's like accommodating and sweet. Um, <laughs> speaking of fucking couples fucking. Yes. We should talk about this is a you recap podcast. This is a we've re- been you recapping <laughs> you for the last three seasons. Yeah, we love it so much. Mm-hmm. We catch up at first, and then we talk about you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there will be spoilers because we're going to mm-hmm. talk about all, all of it. it. Yeah. Um. So season three of you is available on Netflix, mm-hmm. and that's it. You can't get it nowhere else. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. Maybe you could buy it on iTunes. Wait, can you buy Netflix shows on iTunes? I really don't know. I've because if tried. you don't want the whole Netflix library, you're just trying to get some a la carte. <laughs> can you get it on <laughs> iTunes? <laughs> is it also, is it iTunes or Apple TV? Uh-oh. Can you download shows on iTunes? I, I think it's Apple TV, but I just call the whole thing <laughs> iTunes. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to say, you could uh, subscribe to Why Won't You Date Me on iTunes. After years of saying that, Marissa, my producer, was like, you know, it's just Apple Podcasts and it's not yeah, iTunes. Yeah, I was like, I actually don't even think <laughs> iTunes exists anymore. I think it's like Apple iTunes Music. doesn't exist? I don't think so. I think it's Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Apple TV. Steve Jobs took iTunes with him when he left. <laughs> this is the second time I've made a dead Steve Jobs joke up on this podcast. Which is like too too many. Maybe <laughs> I think it's it's fine. Okay, good. I hope his family doesn't listen. You know, for entertainment and fun, and they're like, ah, why did she keep hitting on my dead like, dad? What, what did my dad do to her? <laughs> Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. 
Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash best friends for 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like she she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay. Uh, should we start with, like, questions? Because we asked uh, listeners mm-hmm. to... Yeah, uh, ask some questions. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. What kind of green juice is that you're drinking? This is a golden green juice. It's pineapple, oh. cucumber, apples, mint, and turmeric root. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who's trying to get me to drink juices, and I was like, okay, what do I get? And he was like, orange juice. And I was like, yuck. So oh, I'm like juices, gonna... period? Not just like mixed oh, up? Well, then blueberries and there was another thing that I can't remember. And I was like, you lost me with orange juice because orange juice doesn't taste like oranges. Wait, you don't you think, think orange? You no. Don't think- so like, okay, bite into an orange and then drink orange juice. And you're going to be like, these are different tastes. Interesting. I guess I've never had them side by side. It's different. Orange juice is more bitter than like a sweet fruit orange. And the okay. juice of an orange, when you bite into it, is, like, citrusy and sweet and, like, bright. Mm-hmm. And I think orange juice is, like, sad, grim, and, like, tangy in a way that is not good for me. It is tangy. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah, I think orange juice is really awful. <laughs> and then, have you had, like, fresh-pressed orange juice? Does that, I have, is there... I think that's really good. Uh, but... When they say it's like fresh pressed at the supermarket, lies. Minute Maid is a, a company of lies. <laughs> Minute Maid is bad. <laughs> okay, you questioned. Hi, Nicole. Is the sheer big fan of you both? Thank you for introducing me to you. I had no idea what I was missing. I'll just, I gotta pause. You're welcome. My question <laughs> is if you were trapped in a cage together like the Conrads, what would happen? Who would go crazy first? I mean, uh, I feel like it would be me. Would you have your own strategies or would you work together? Would one of you shoot the other accidentally on purpose? What issues would boil to the surface? Would it bring you closer together in the end? Love the show. Thanks. Uh, funny, when we were watching it, we called your man to yes. be like, okay, uh, if you and Sashir were in a cage and someone gave you a gun, would you shoot Sashir? And he was like, absolutely not. I would shoot. He said he would shoot himself, right? He did say that, yeah. But he's always like, 
He's like you. He's like, I'll walk in traffic. I'll kill myself. He's like ready to die <laughs> at any moment. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even ask you to do that. He's like, I'll shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, good morning. He's like, yes, I will shoot myself. <laughs> Like, if we get in an argument, he's like, I'll just die. I'll jump off a bridge. He's like, it's, no, it's okay. That is really funny because that is exactly what I do. <laughs> yes. Like, sometimes you don't answer a text and I'll be like, great, I'll walk into traffic. <laughs> and you're like, I was working. <laughs> um, oh, but let's, wait, let's elaborate just in case people forget who the Conrads are. Oh, okay. So in season three, there's this mm-hmm. couple who are... You, you hate them at first, but then yes. you love them. You gotta love them at the end. What a beautiful arc. Um, the what Sherry is the, and Carrie Conrad. Sherry and Carrie. Yes. Uh-huh. Sherry is like a influencer. She loves Instagram and in like whatever. And then Carrie is like kind of like a. What is his job? I don't even know what his job. We is. don't know what his job is, but we just know that he's a very masculine, mm-hmm. emotional broy feminine man yeah honestly very attracted to it yeah, i love oh, a very masculine man who's like okay with like crying <laughs> um <laughs> very attracted to both of them they both make me horny yeah um yeah their character arc i gotta say the writing of these two characters was so incredible because yeah. you don't like them at first yeah at first and you're I- like sorry yeah oh also this like i assumed they would die like, yes, be, usually the way they set the show up, people who annoy you are the yes. ones that are going to die because you can't be attached mm-hmm. <laughs> and like a character and be, and then they die. And then you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. There's got to be some bad qualities. They gave them the worst qualities. Mm-hmm. And then you don't even realize that you start liking them. Yeah. And then you start rooting for them. Yeah. Because they're okay. like just genuine people who, I mean, like, you know, they're aware they're in this, this like really wealthy vapid environment but they know Mm -hmm. how to like navigate it very very well yeah they're fully aware of what they're doing and Mm -hmm. you don't realize it okay so sashir (laughs) if we were trapped in a cage together i'm a hundred percent sure i would go crazy first yeah i don't even think they i don't even think the door would have to close you'd just be like (laughs) don't let me in this cage it's like we didn't even lock it yet (laughs) um okay i would not shoot you thank you you're welcome either thank you but i also don't think i would shoot myself i don't think i would shoot myself either i I would be determined to get out of there i would be doing what carrie's doing i would try to Mm -hmm. find a weak spot in the cage somehow um Mm -hmm. How did oh I guess the the gun went off because Carrie was trying to shoot the lock. Yeah. Or shoot the door handle and then it ricocheted and hit Sherry in the Sherry ear. In the ear. And she was like, I only have an ear. I only have one ear. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was and then Sherry shot Carrie because she was like, <laughs> I'll have a a bullet ricochet off you, which is fully insane because but, I don't think you can or maybe if you're like a master marksman, you can make bullets yeah, ricochet off. She people. thought she was gonna graze him, but she fully shot him in she the leg. She fully shot him. Um and then he was bleeding out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I would do what Sherry did. I would talk a lot. I would just like try to talk my way out of the box. Yeah. Which would be motivation for us to get out of there. Yeah, because you'd be like, you have to stop talking. And I'd be like, I don't know how. <laughs> oh, and then the way that Sherry was looking for a key. First mm-hmm. of all, so then they finally noticed after they both shot each other that mm-hmm. there was a keyhole inside 
of the of the box. So it's like, oh, so you can lock it inside and mm-hmm. outside. But I was like, but you already shot. You are you were already looking at this handle. You were mm-hmm. pulling the handle. You were shooting at the handle. Why did it take you so long to realize there was a keyhole? I think it's because when you're like bugging, like if you, I don't know, if you got locked in a clear box this year in the basement <laughs> of a bakery that you frequent, <laughs> I don't think you'd notice all the details of said box. That's a yeah okay sure. I get there's probably a lot of things running through your mind. Mm-hmm. How did I get here? How uh-huh. did I not see the signs before before this? Uh, why is love not, being so why, mean? Yeah, truly. And I like tried to like fuck my psychotic <laughs> friends. <laughs> and this is how they thank me? <laughs> so rude. We brought over dildos. Come on. <laughs> I think it would bring us closer in the end and we'd have a fun story to talk about. Much like the <laughs> TED Talk, I think we would go on tour and talk oh about the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, can't, we couldn't stop talking about the box. Yeah. That's the most interesting thing that has ever happened to anybody. <laughs> And they, yeah. they're the only ones who ever made it out of the box, right? They truly are. That's yeah. pretty cool. No one else has made it out of that box. Also, oh, so now that Joe's in Paris, uh-huh. is he not going to have a box? Joe will have a box because he and Love made that box. He'll make a box wherever he goes. I thought, the, I thought he shipped the box to himself. When he moved to L.A., I believe he shipped the box to himself. Yeah. From New so York to like, LA. Make a different box? Oh, maybe he shipped that box to... I think he shipped it from New York. Oh. Because it was, like, so he... in packaging. It was in boxes. Ah, he's just been shipping the box from place to place. That's very funny. FedEx must be like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it's what also in this? pieces, too. Mm. So they probably... Joe knows what he's doing. He's Joe not... does. <laughs> he's Joe's not an amateur. Not... No, he's a professional murderer. Um, let's do another question. Yeah. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. Love the pod. You two make me giggle all day long. My question is, do you think you would ever be tricked to fall in love with Joe Goldberg? Would you fall for his weird charm? LOL. I'd like to think I wouldn't. Who knows? Um, I wouldn't even need to be tricked. Yeah, don't trick me. <laughs> I'm already in love with Joe Goldberg. I'm already in love. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I- all his flaws. Yeah, I know he murders. But guess what? He doesn't murder black women. So, (laughs) guess who's safe from the murders? Me and you. So, we're going to fight over Joe. We'll murder each other over Joe. Oh, no. That's actually... We won't murder each other if we're in a box. We will murder each other for who gets to be with Joe. (laughs) I love Joe so much. Yeah. He's, um... It's weird. weird Because he's, like... He's very... We know how much he murders he has a mm-hmm. high body count but yeah. we're still rooting for him always rooting for him and it's funny because i was like wow am i anti-woman because i was not rooting for love i was like love's gotta go we gotta Wait, get we gotta get love out of here she was sloppy so sloppy and screaming about murdering people i was with guests she, in your house i couldn't believe it when she was like i murdered her for you i was like she like said her full name too or what was i was what's that woman's name again? natalie yeah i murdered natalie for you <laughs> yeah spelling it like, out oh my god what and it was like they definitely heard you scream that yeah. yeah i think she was just letting her emotions really get the best of her and i get it you're a new mom <laughs> you're in a new location. hormones are raging yeah you know uh let's do another question poo yeah hey nicole and sashir i gotta know what you thought of the spicy scenes this season do you think they stepped up the spice game this season are you team love and theo or joe and marianne love the show 
I do think this season was pretty spicy. It was spicy, yeah. I was very much on board for Love and Theo. That was hot. Oh, yes. Gotta say, was a little upset that we didn't get to watch their sex scene. Yeah. We saw, like, them starting, Mm -hmm. and then it went away. But but have we ever seen anyone's full sex scene without Joe in the show? Oh, interesting. I don't know if we have. Because I know Beck has slept with other people and he's watched, watched but i don't know if we and he also watched love have sex with people and yes. he was under the bed when what was that girl's name again um uh, peaches peach peach Pe- uh is that her? peach salinger yes when she was getting fucked yeah in that she had house. like a threesome or something yeah but i don't think we saw those I don't sex think scenes we saw either yeah, I think we I, maybe we only see sex scenes when Joe is watching sex yeah. scenes because it's like mostly from his perspective. Mm-hmm. So yeah, why would we see anyone else's? <laughs> why would we see anyone else enjoy sex? Yeah, but I did enjoy Joe and love sex scenes. Joe and Marianne, mm-hmm. that one was really hot. And then mm-hmm. when he like thought of Marianne when he was like <laughs> fucking Sherry, I was like, that's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Team Love and Theo. Because I want them together and I don't want love with Joe. And yeah, I, it was like, yeah, maybe this could be an out. Go with Theo. Yes, Get out no. of there. Instead, she blindsides, sucker punches him. Yeah. And thinks she killed him, but then just left him there and didn't even double check. She don't check pulses. Yeah. Sloppy. Sloppy. But I got to say, Joe didn't check homegirl's pulse in the first season, which is why she came yeah. back in the second after he buried her alive. Those were his early days. He You're didn't right. he didn't have a plan. It was like You're right. <laughs> it was like a crime of passion. You're he right. just what did he do? He like did he hit her? He did I something. He, I think he hit her. I love how easily we forgive Joe. We're like, love <laughs> sloppy. Joe, it was early on in the murders. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a pro yet. I guess it was early this is early for love. Although she started murdering when she was a teenager. Yeah. She murdered that, that Love has uh, been babysitter. murdering longer and is sloppier than Joe because she murdered the mm-hmm. babysitter. Mm-hmm. She murdered her husband. Mm-hmm. She she murders. She murders and she had to go. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a little tragic because she really gave her all for this relationship. She did. She, she was like, I have to protect my family, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks because it blinded her from the actual relationship. You can mm-hmm. like love the idea of your family, but you got to realize when the relationship's not thriving anymore yeah and you know that the moment your husband is keeping a box of trinkets for the next door neighbor including underwear i believe mm-hmm. uh he's moving and a tampon. on and, a, and it's and a, a used tampon, tampon. <laughs> joe i forgive you but ew I mean, they really do, like, remind you, like, he's off. Like, <laughs> these aren't, like, he's just sexy crimes. Sick. He's sick. <laughs> There's teeth in these box- boxes. There's a huge tampons. <laughs> yeah, he's very, very ill. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. 
The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Okay, next question. Hello, you brilliant, funny, beautiful best friends. This season, I think I transitioned to kind of hate watching you. It would have been more fun to have love kill Joe. Get out of here and have her uh, and have to make her way in the world, learning to control her impulsive nature, but obviously still being an unassuming serial killer. Baker, mom, murderer. It's 2021. Women can have it all. (laughs) Uh, I got to say that hot take. Not for me. (laughs) What role? (laughs) Get rid of Joe. Like, I almost don't want to finish this email. What role would you play if you could guess on season four of you? Okay, what role would I play if I could guess? I mean, it, obviously, we're going to Paris. Um, <laughs> I, I guess just an American in Paris? I don't really know. I mean, he's got to find... Oh, Jordan, what, what, was, what was that? I was going to say something really funny. I was like, what are the chances of Netflix combining Emily in Paris and you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny. He Honestly, goes to Paris and kills Emily. I would love it because <laughs> Emily is so annoying and Paris does want to be rid of her. That is so funny. I would love that. That's how they end the show. She dies. She passes right away. <laughs> Goodbye, Emily in Paris. What um, role would you play? 
I'm trying to think. He always does something book related. He's in a library, mm-hmm. a bookstore. What's another book thing that he could be at? Um, well, a publishing two, company. He wasn't in a book place. He was in a grocery store. <gasps> oh, that's right. But but working in the book section oh, of yes, the grocery right. store. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, every grocery store has a book section. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my local grocery store has a bar and people used to perform before COVID. Which is I mean, very funny and the reason why I chose to shop there. Maybe it's just L.A. grocery stores that are got extra curricular <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't think in Ohio they have book sections and bars at their grocery store. They're just like, but this if- is for groceries. <laughs> get your groceries and go home. <laughs> yeah, get your groceries don't and get hang the fuck out, out, out of here. here. Okay, we, okay, we are a lesbian couple mm. that runs a bookstore in Paris and we moved to Paris. We're expats. Is that what you call them? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we like love French culture. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I'm into okay. it. It'll happen. Somebody please write it up. <laughs> uh, I, interesting take to have. I mean, I could have gone either way with love dying. Definitely uh-huh. don't want Joe to die. But I also could have seen her maybe just like having a different path but there's also no way they could split and they both live they both know yes. too much about the other person yeah you can't have a person just you just be like we're divorced and <laughs> bye good luck with the rest of your life and you know that i murdered so many people yeah it wouldn't be good would but i mean there is a world where she gets a spinoff called me because <laughs> I feel like she's very self-involved. Ooh. So we see her killing people. And then there's crossover episodes because of the same universe. Yeah. And Joe just has to worry about, will he see love again? But then I think that puts too much pressure on, like, poor Joe. You know, love had to leave so Joe could she, flourish. She did have to go. <laughs> she- Joe had to fly. Joe. Every time we saw Joe with that baby, we were like, get this baby out of here. We don't want yes. Joe to be a dad. We yes. want him to be solo so he a can murder. solo murderer. You can't do that when you have a kid? No. Uh, I like the one meme that was like, this man murders, has a wife, <laughs> has a kid, and a job. Uh, if a man can't text you back, don't, don't, don't settle. Exactly. I, like, I mean, it's, you're right. Like, yeah. Joe had time for Mary Ann while doing all of these extracurriculars. So much. He it's murdered nuts. her ex for her. Mm-hmm. And in not broad daylight, it was nighttime, but there were so many people who could have walked right out of that gym. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, someone did walk out of the gym. Yeah. And was, As he, and, like, like, slowly He's still away. on the street. <laughs> <laughs> when he gave away the baby, I was like, yes. But then yeah. I was like, oh, but then I was like, he's going to be so happy with those people. Yeah, they really wanted a kid because I think he, the Dante, the librarian was saying mm-hmm. that they were having issues with uh, the adoption process. Mm-hmm. So it's like nice that they, but like also you have to do some paperwork for that too, right? You can just have a baby. You can just like receive a baby for someone, right? I think right? you can. Really? Who's to stop you? But I feel Who's like you coming? have to like draw, pa- you have to have a birth certificate. You got to like draw up information, right? Um. Oh, maybe Joe didn't pack all that stuff up with him. Or maybe he, I guess it, Joe did leave a note. It's not a random baby. I guess uh-huh. it was like, they know it's Joe's babies. And then uh, apparently they're both dead. Mm-hmm. So I guess. 
and then that baby's gonna grow up and his spinoff will be called him and he's a murderer <laughs> cause he like reads an article about uh-huh. his mom who murders uh-huh. so many people in uh-huh. the suburbs uh-huh. yeah <laughs> I mean what a wild thing to like grow up and experience you grow up and like well we have something to tell you here's the article about your mom she oh, murdered a bunch God. of people in town in the town we currently still live in yeah we didn't and then murdered your dad (laughs) and baked his toes in a pie joe what a twisted thing to do that was so sick i can't believe it okay we have another question that's coming from inside the house (laughs) do you (laughs) jordan wants to know do you think love's mom will find joe in season four oh wow oh shit yes I hope so. I hope so. She had a wild ride this season. Yeah, love's she bought mom. a she winery and then burned down the winery with a baby in her lap. <laughs> yeah, because her divorce didn't go well. Yeah, right. Yeah, she like didn't. Love's family, oh, he took. He took the the husband took her winery from her. Right, I believe so, and that's why she burnt it down. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that whole family is so fucked up. But I do very feel for the mom. She lost both her kids oh, in God, a very yeah. quick secession. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. Who killed Forty again? A cop? A cop. Because 40 was pointing a gun at Joe oh, to kill yes, yes, him. Yes. Because he knew everything. Yes. But then the co- but the way the cops saw it was like, oh, Forty's about to kill someone. Mm-hmm. And he shot Forty. Boy, oh boy. He was so troubled. Yeah, I didn't love the character Forty. I love the actor who plays. Yeah, the 40. actor was great. He's really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, he also follows me on Instagram, uh-huh. and I screamed when I saw it. It's so bizarre how like I don't care about a lot of things, but I really care about this show. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah. I just love it so. This I can't get over how good this season was. It's it was so good. And I love the movie Gone Girl. And I love mm-hmm. that it was like this whole Gone Girl type vibe. Yeah. Um, and then it left and got back to like classic you. I felt like they like re recharged during the season. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. They like uh they had like a tiny bit of social commentary where they're like talking mm-hmm. about the white woman, missing white woman syndrome that America has a chokehold on America. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, then it was like more. More and back we, to kill it. <laughs> and then we got COVID, uh, like COVID with yeah, measles. Va- yeah, no. the vaccine, vaccinated, yeah. uh, the unvaccinated versus vaccinated uh-huh. conversation. Yeah. And I thought they did it in a really interesting way because mm-hmm. uh, the dad, whose name escapes me, was just like, you know, I don't want to fill my kids with that kind of garbage. And, you know, yeah. everyone has their own choices. And then Love is like, yeah, but your choices got my family sick. Yeah. And I just, I, it was like really on the nose, but not on the nose a lot. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I was just like, huh, what a way to do it. I really liked it. Yeah. Good writers. Good writers. Good writers. <laughs> Good writers on the show. Good writers. And we got Silver Tree directing. Oh, I don't remember if that's their name. No, that's exactly their name. Yes. I we love the name Silver Tree. Silver Tree. Tree. You're incredible, great. Silver Tree. We love you. I love everybody. And everyone has such a fun name on that staff. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd yeah, be watching it, the credits and be like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. They're like very romance novel names. Yes. I, boy, oh boy. The woman who wrote it, I think her name is Caroline. Shit. Sarah, Sarah Gamble? Mm, I oh, think the Sarah book? Gamble oh, adapted Kne- it from Neps? the book. Neps? Caroline Caroline Neps? Knepps? 
Caroline Knepps. <laughs> Caroline, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she took improv classes at UCB. Oh, that's yes, because there were so many references in season two. Yes. <laughs> and that was like her time there. And honestly, she got it right. And it was very funny. <laughs> it was very funny. To, I, I always think it's really funny when someone can distill improv down to like what it is, which is a bunch of like narcissistic people who are like <laughs> slightly funny. And then there's a hierarchy of the slightly funny. Mm-hmm. I guess not slightly funny. Some of the funniest people I know do improv and yeah. come from improv. Um, but yeah, it's it was just funny to see the hierarchy and like people falling all over. Uh, what's his name? What was the, the comedian's name on the show? Oh yeah, what was his name? I should have printed off a cheat sheet and I forgot. I tried to peruse the. Um, I read an interesting article about you, uh, and it commented on how the black women and women of color don't die on the show, mm. and how they were trying to figure out if it was a, like the, everyone was like Karen Minty, we love Karen. Yes. Karen doesn't die. Da da da. da. Um. And then if the writers were like, oh, we hear you, we will keep that going. Or if it was like a like a thing that they were like, we will not have black women die on this show. Yeah. I can't tell. Because it does seem I like the, either. the show is responding to, to what the audience likes. Mm-hmm. So who knows? It could have been a happy accident. And they're like, oh, you know what? Great idea. We will not kill the women of color. Yeah, it's. Henderson, like, that was the the oh yes, Henderson. comics name. Um, I feel like people of color don't die on the show. The older sister oh, of that little girl, but Ellie, love killed her. The love killed her, and we know, and that's how we know she's pure evil because she'll kill people of color, <laughs> and that's why love had to go, and that's why she had to go. That's why she had to go. <laughs> What a problematic statement. (laughs) 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 If you kill a person of color, you're evil. You're evil. You're bad. You gotta go. And honestly, is that even wrong? (laughs) Is that that even a wrong statement? No. Um, But also, if you kill white people, that is also bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Killing anybody is very bad. (laughs) I, um... What? Did you audition for something in the second season? Only in this in the third season. Oh. Second season I auditioned for uh the the guy who hires Joe at mm-hmm. the at the uh supermarket. And then this season I auditioned for the therapist. And I gotta say, I think they did well with casting. I don't think I should have been any of those parts. She was a great like, therapist, yeah. She was really great. Also, you deserve a, a meteor role. That therapist yes. is only there for a little bit. You yes. gotta have a whole journey. I gotta be a lesbian in Petty. <laughs> in Petty? <laughs> I, also, I auditioned for Sherry. Mm-hmm. And would have been a, a fun role, but Sherry, the person, the actress who played her was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think you would have done a really great job. Thank you. But again, that actress, she, she really... Great. Do you think there's a chance that Joe could run into Melanie in Paris? Because that was what... Didn't she say she would want to take who, her wait, kid? Yeah, what did I say? This Melody. Yeah, I mean, whoops. And I didn't know who the fuck Melody was. I said, what the fuck show are we talking about now? Who's Melody? I'm sorry. There's 52 characters <laughs> there, in every it, there's season. There's so many It's people. kind of hard to remember people's names. Um, Melanie? No. Mary Meredith. Marianne. Marianne. <laughs> Marianne. 
Marianne said she wanted to take her kid and go to Paris. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure, I assume that's, I assume that's why he went to Paris. Yeah. We don't know if, if, if she actually did, but do you think there's a possibility that that is actually what happened? No, no. I think if the show has taught us anything that women of color escaped Joe. So that was her escape. Love letting her go was the escape. Yeah. Um, Also the twist in the end where love, Okay, so this is a huge spoiler. Love poisoned Joe. Ooh, God, Joe yeah. figured out before she poisoned him <sighs> that she was going to poison him and on a hunch took something to counteract the poison and then played dead mm-hmm. or played paralyzed mm-hmm. even when Scott Speedman stomped on in. He was I don't pretending. think he you th- you think I don't think he was pretending then. But wasn't think- he? Because he took the adrenaline to counteract the poison. I thought he took like enough adrenaline to so that it wouldn't last super long, oh. but not that it wouldn't work at all. Because also, like when he when he, I don't think he would know that the whatever whatever that cocktail was that she put on the knife. I don't think he would know that that was on the knife. Mm-hmm. I think that was real. That he like touched the knife, it went in his skin, and he did like lose control of his limbs. Because mm, okay. how would he know to do that? How would you're he know right. That, you're right. So I you're... think it did act activate he probably suspected it's somewhere in the food uh-huh it's somewhere in something i'm gonna consume but really it was something he's gonna touch mm-hmm. and so then but yeah but he, so he was right to take the adrenaline to counteract it i think it just took a while to kick in and that's why oh, scott speedman i see i see i see had to help him out because otherwise he would just verbalize hey your kid's at the hospital as opposed to doing all that blanking communication right. that he was you doing right Boy, oh boy, I thought he was pretending the whole time. No, because no, that doesn't benefit right. for that doesn't benefit him at all to have mm-hmm. Scott Speedham think that he's paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But also it was so wild that like love was like, this wouldn't have happened if you didn't grab a weapon. And I was like, yeah. oof. She's like it's weird because they were both like ahead of yes. each other in different ways where she's yes. like, I know you're gonna try to kill me, so I'm gonna put it on the knife. Yeah, and like same with the box where she put the key in one of the mm-hmm. canisters and he hit a key too. Yeah, but I'm like, and it's like you can't have a relationship. No, if there's no full trust. of lies, it's there's not built no on trust. trust. It was never going to last. No, it definitely was never going to last. Mm-mm. But what a way to go out, Joe! Burning down the house, and no, Joe's Cutting living around Paris. He Woo. cut off two toes. He cut off two toes. He's going to be falling down. He's going to be murdering and <laughs> He's falling be down. Wobbling. <laughs> <laughs> because balance you don't really need off. your pinky toe, but you do for balance. Yeah. You're going to bounce on your ring toe? That's dedication. Yikes. Uh Oof. Wait, is it called your ring toe? You got your thumb toe, your pointer (laughs) toe, your middle toe, your ring toe. It's definitely not called thumb toe. It's (laughs) your big toe. (laughs) It's not called a thumb toe. It's not called a thumb toe. Why not? It's big like your thumb. I mean, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know why thumb is the thumb and a big toe is just the big toe. And then is your pointer toe? Name something. I don't think I don't think the names we have for our fingers are the same for the toes. It's I don't think you have a pointer ring index. Toe. So the rest so there's only a, a big toe and a pinky toe, and we ain't we ain't named the other three. Yeah. For some reason the other ones are nameless. Huh. I found the names. <gasps> Jordan. Nicole. <laughs> Nicole, I think this is the first time, and please don't take this to offense. You were actually right. <laughs> So, so the the first toe, aka the big toe, aka the great toe, aka oh. the thumb toe. The great toe. <laughs> so, great toe. 
You are right. The the third like AKA name is the the thumb toe. That also sounds like a rapper introducing themselves. Like, okay, I'm the big toe, AKA great toe, AKA the thumb toe, AKA. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. AKA the big toe. Come to the stage. Do you know him? You love him. He's the big toe. AKA. The- <laughs> Coming at you from the right side of the foot. <laughs> Ooh, that got me good. Um, and what are the other ones? And then the second toe. So the thumb toe. <laughs> the second toe is the index toe or the pointer toe. Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> And this is where it gets really confusing. Then it's the third toe is the middle toe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The th- <laughs> fourth toe is the four toe. And then the pinky toe is the fourth toe. So I'm very confused. Oh. Uh, four oh, and then fourth. But I just call oh, it a no. pinky toe. Hey, yeah, I call it a pinky toe. Four toe. A.K.A. <laughs> fourth toe. Pinky toe. Yeah. A four toe. A.K.A. Hey, why is it called the ring toe? <laughs> Maybe they weren't putting rings on their toes. How many people wear not. ring toes there? I used to. They are I, on that toe? On uh, actually no, I think maybe I would put on it the on my toe. index. Oh, <laughs> on the middle? Oh, pointer toe, the index toe. Yeah, the pointer toe. That's where I would wear my toe rings. Mm-hmm. The toe rings are weird if you really think about <laughs> They're them. They're so weird. They're so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, I gotta put my rings on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they'll make a comeback. Probably. Everything's coming back. Mm-hmm. I used to wear toe rings and ankle bracelets. Mm-hmm. And I have an decorate ankle those bracelet. Feet. What? Yeah, I gotta decorate the feet. <laughs> you can't have boring old feet. No, you gotta show them off. If you're gonna get those toes out, put some jewels on them. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get my toes out more. Oh, good. I know you're so averse to feet in general. Yeah. Uh, someone tickled my feet the other day and I didn't <laughs> kick them or scream. And that's so vague. Someone <laughs> tickled my feet the other day. <laughs> Cause that's like a common thing. <laughs> someone came into my house. No warning. Was it Joe? Joe came under your bed, tickling your feet, and tickled my feet, and I was like, "Joe!" I didn't <laughs> scream. I just took it. <laughs> just let it happen. Oh my god, we gotta talk about the box that jo- that Pin Bagley sent to Cardi B. Oh my god. Okay, so if this is marketing, which I think they probably took the opportunity to totally like make this a marketing thing, but Joe or Pen. Pen Badgley. Is that how I say his last name? Mm. Bagley? Bagley? Badgley? I don't know. Pen Badgley? Pen. Pen. Pen is married in real life to Gemma Kirk from Girls' Sister, I believe. Oh, Jemima Kirk? Oh, Jemima. I'm not saying anything, right? <laughs> I believe oh, that's so. Great. That's fine. And I believe she's a midwife. Uh, cool. I know a lot. So, <laughs> uh,. He, but not so, how to pronounce their names. <laughs> not how to pronounce it. No. Mm-mm. But uh, in a panel on you, I think Penn was saying how much he liked Cardi B because she's like authentic in herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Cardi B was like, Joe knows me. And mm-hmm. then uh, they like tweeted at each other. And then they he changed their Twitter bio pictures to each other, which is so perfect. I mean, and then let me see if I could find this uh, the note. 
because I really fucking loved it. Okay, so I found it because I posted on my Instagram. Uh, so he, so Cardi tweeted it and said, "How'd Joe find my new house address?" <laughs> and then there's a hat that says, "It's a blue hat." His stalker cap. Hello, you. It's what it says. So the note says, "Hello, you." My stalking and killing have made me a certified freak seven days a week, but it also brought me to you. Cardi B, you have a way with social media. You're meaningful, substantive. I just like you. You're authentic and nuanced. Just as you are with your music, you keep me on my toes, the ones that are left at least. You can't be caged and it's refreshing. Can't wait to see you slaying in this hat, but I certainly hope you don't disappear. Au revoir, Joe Goldberg. It's just perfect. <laughs> it is perfect. And then the meme, like, there's a bunch of memes after. Someone check on Offset before <laughs> Joe cut him off. And then there's a meme with Joe no wig with nails. It says, Joe know everything about you. And <laughs> there's Offset in the box. And it's like, Offset right now. I love all of the you memes. Oh, I, man. Uh, They're all so good. Just They're like people perfect. being like, if someone doesn't text me back, I go real Joe Goldberg on them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good and perfect. And I love it. Or like people putting in pictures of love and being like, you know what? She's a bad bitch running her own business, do- <laughs> being a mom. <laughs> Why are people trying to hate on her? <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's doing it all. She's having an affair. She's fulfilling orders. She's murdering people. Mm-hmm. Also, I got to say, when Joe put on Meredith's hat when he was driving her <laughs> Tesla funny. to drop off her body, it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> but it was very smart because there were cameras around. There was cameras everywhere. And you when should have had the hat on the, in the alley. He should have. And when Theo figured it out and then ran to love, I was like, I know he's so blinded by love in general, just like love and the person love. I was like, if this woman's husband, he had said, he's like, your your husband's violent or whatever. And love is just like, yeah, whatever. I'd be like, maybe she's in on it. I know. He didn't, he didn't see the clues. No. And Scott Speedman, I mean, what a get. I love Scott Speedman. <laughs> you do. You really you told him Scott Speedman the whole show. <laughs> you love him. What a get. And he was a little underused, I thought. But the yeah. moments they did use him, I thought he did a really great job. He unraveled. Um, he really unraveled. He unraveled quickly. And I do yeah. love that Theo is the one who figured it out. Yeah, even though he was staring at a computer with a huge, like, like switchboard next to him or whatever he that had was. the internet in his home <laughs> he, had the, he had the mainframe <laughs> in his house <laughs> and he still couldn't figure it out no it's because he Theo looked at it once and was like hey wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> he truly did Theo was like uh what about this angle <laughs> <laughs> oh my god when he when she hit Theo I was it I was like I really got upset yeah, I think that's like the beginning of, well, not the beginning. I, actually, I think the beginning of the end for love was when she put the gun in the glass box for mm-hmm. the couple. Because I feel like that's when, that's where me as an audience member was like, I am not rooting for you anymore. Mm-hmm. You are a mean lady. Yeah, <laughs> and, she was and, so mean. And yeah. Joe's never mean when he kills. Mm-mm. He's almost too kind. Yeah, he's he tries. He was yeah. like, I'm going to put you in the box. As a purgatory, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yes. give you a chance. I'm going to give me a chance. We don't want you to die. We're going to work on this together. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Yeah, and Love straight up was like, I want you dead. I, I, one yeah. of you will be dead. She was. She put that gun in the box to make them suffer more. Oh, yeah. Suffer before they die. Mm-hmm. Kill each boy, other. Boy, oh boy. And then, wow. yeah, and then she killed the guy that, that she loved. Didn't she kill Theo? And it's like, well, then, then I don't trust you. Who do you have yeah, a horse who for? who do you actually love? Yeah. Well, she did say she didn't mean to kill her husband. She just didn't want him to, to leave. Pa- yeah, she was trying to paralyze him, which is sick. Sick, 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 sick. And he was already actually sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she resickened. Yeah, the resickening. The resickening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we've like come to the end. Yeah. Should we? Do you have any final thoughts on the series on the season? Final thoughts are. I thought season one was so well done and so mm-hmm. good. One of my favorite moments is sick. It's when Gwen, Guinevere is either masturbating or fucking someone, and Joe is literally outside, unprotected, <laughs> of this <laughs> jerking off <laughs> apartment complex, jerking off and selling catches him. He's like, oh, uh, hello. And then the same thing happened. We, we get a second beat of it in season three at the supermarket. Yeah. And again, I was like, what a terrible moment that I just loved. Yeah, it's, he's like having his fantasy about his mm. neighbor and then it cuts to him just like, like <laughs> going at it by himself in the car. It is nice that the show does remind us he is very creepy. Yeah. He is a creep. He is he's sick. so creepy. <laughs> he is unwell. Sick. Because, we, it, you know, it definitely romanticizes this serial killer and we're rooting for him mm-hmm. and we're, we're sympathizing with him because we mm-hmm. see flashbacks of his childhood and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that's why he's like this. But then we're like, oh, but he's he's actually bad, though. He's <laughs> sick as hell. Um, yeah. And then I think it was this season he like casually mentioned, he's like, well, I grew up in a glass box and at the bottom of oh, a yeah. book, bookstore to Marianne. And Marianne's like, what? And he's like, just kidding. And I was like, ah, I mean, I would take a moment and be like, you have to unpack that joke. That, that This also this season, I feel like was very, was very self-aware. And I yes. love the moments where he like is thinking about it. He's like, oh, mommy issues. Duh. Like, yeah. That's what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, and then he like would like he discovered it was mommy issues, and then later was like, oh yeah, the mommy issues. Yeah, he's like watching, like oh, I love how how nurturing she is, how she cares for her child. Oh, Joe, you're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I think this the series is just really smart and yeah, really funny and dark and twisted, and really plays into my sensibilities of like mm-hmm. things I like to joke about. Yeah, yeah, can't wait for season four. Put us in there. Yeah, put throw us in, coach. We are begging. We did a whole episode <laughs> singing oh, the praises it. of this show. I just want Penn to be my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'd be very good friends. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll wear that hat. Oh, I would wear the you hat. I would like some you merch. Uh, I love you. <laughs> I, I was, love you. I called a friend. You were there. And oh, yes. They were like, what are you doing? And I was like, watching you. And they were like, mm-hmm. what? And I was like, oh, um, the TV show? I'm not at your house. I'm not. And they were like, oh, I literally looked out my window because I thought you were here. I mean, I, like, I don't know if that was on purpose, but like the the word you as a title of a show, mm-hmm. it, it makes anyone talking about it creepy. It's like, oh, I was watching you. Yeah. I love you. I you know, I can't I get enough of you. It was a pointed thing because the, the, uh, the book is called Hidden Bodies. Yeah. But they're like, no, we're calling no, this you. You. I also love the story of you. It premiered on Lifetime. Yeah. And Lifetime said, you know, dump this trash. And we're Netflix like, said, death time. Not trash. Treasure. 
Yeah. Another man's garbage is another man's not garbage. It took a new life. It did. And I will forever be grateful to Netflix and Ted Serrano's. <laughs> For reviving the You franchise from the dumb people at Lifetime. I don't know anybody over there to, to shit on. To name personally. Yeah, to name personally. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's it, it for this episode of Best Friends Covers You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if back you to... Have... Uh, <laughs> After this episode, we're going back to our <laughs> regular episodes where we talk about friendship. And if you have any friendship questions or queries or concerns, you can email Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com or call or text 424-645-7003. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. And we have a bonus series on Stitcher Premium. Check it out. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That is the easiest way to support this show. And remember... You is available on Netflix all three seasons. You can get a Netflix membership. And maybe on iTunes. Oh, what? I said, and maybe on iTunes. iTunes? What? Maybe it's a la carte on iTunes. What? What? Oh, my God. Nicole, we literally had this conversation at the beginning of this episode. (laughs) What's happening? Did you just reset? Oh, (laughs) no. I was with my friend last night, and he was like, why do you bounce around conversations in a way that makes no sense? And I was like, I don't know. I'm really sorry. And then he was like, can you concentrate on the last thing I said? And I was like, yes. And then it was silent. He's like, what's the last thing I said? And I was like, oh, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. You gave me all the money in the world. <laughs> if you put a gun to my head, I could. you would have to just pull the trigger because I don't know. We were talking about something and you were trying to remember what you wanted to say and you just looked at me very blankly and said my mind is a prison (laughs) (laughs) yes my mind is a prison (laughs) well on Mm -hmm. that note (laughs) it's it's really awful yep my mind is a prison and we'll see you next week (laughs) with an all new episode of best friends (laughs) on the earwolf network earwolf Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.